Howdy folks and welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. I'm Don, I go by Diddy in the gaming community. With me this evening as always is Jade Imes. What's going on? Um, this is, oh, I, see, I put it in the notes so I'd remind myself. This is episode 135 and today is April 18th, 2022. And on the program... Sony tries to play catch up with Xbox. Blizzard is at it again. Uh, there's a new handheld in town, and we have a list. And you know how we like a list. And Nothing on this episode list. of Joystick and Mouse. So how you been, man? Pretty good, man. How about you? Not bad, not bad. We uh, went back home, well, back to my wife's home this week, to uh, Canada. To, uh, okay. <laughs> to see her family and uh so i procured lots of canadian whiskey items i did not know gretzky had his own whiskey so i mean it shouldn't surprise me he has but a, i didn't know it actually is a, a winery a whole whole kit and caboodle thing going on up there near niagara and actually the whiskey's really good i wouldn't say it's you know, it's not Belvinine or anything like that, but but it's a really good, nice middle of the road whiskey, um, and you cannot find it here <laughs> at all. So, do they just not import into the United States? Yeah, they don't import it. You can't all. even get it in the border. Like if you were up up in north northern New York, it doesn't even. Nope. No, you can get it at the duty free shop, but you cannot get it anywhere outside of that. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if they I wonder if they export to any other countries. I don't know. Not that I know of. I think it might be a Canada only thing. I think well, this sounds actually... like sounds like we need a joystick and mouse alumni night and uh some oh, nice yeah. meats and some uh and some Gretzky whiskey. Absolutely. Cause, so normally they use like I said, he has his own winery. Uh they used to use well, they still do. They use red wine casks to finish the whiskey in. But this time when we were up there, they had new ones. Uh, they had an ice wine cask finish, um, which I have tried. And it's it's sweet. Definitely has some, some sweetness to it. And what was the other one? And it doesn't look terribly expensive. It's not expensive at all. Um Oh, what was the other one? Maple cask. Yeah. So, um, and I, I guess they're, they took maple syrup casks and, mm. and, uh, finished it in that. So I'll be interested to try that one, but yes, we will definitely have to have a, uh, a joystick and mouse get together and, and, uh, taste a few of these. Cause, cause it really, I, um, I got myself some, um, well, we got some Lot 40 rye, uh, which we, we always bring a bottle of that back. And I got some uh, uh, 40 Creek, which I really like. And you can't find that here in the States either. They do sell it, but you can't find it anywhere. Uh, hard to come by. Um, they had actually new ones of that too. So they had like a copper pot. And I always love copper pot whiskey. So I heard something about that just is really good. Man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try that. It oh. sounds. Uh, it sounds good. It's crazy that you cannot buy it mm -mm. anywhere outside of 
Did you look up? Did they export it at all? I'm looking at their website right now, yeah. and uh, I tried to see if I could just buy it. Well, no, now, no, it looks like you can get it in the United States, but it's like they barely, or actually, no, I take that back. That might still be, nope, that's still Canada. Never mind. <laughs> I thought they were far enough down. So, like, there's some part of Canada that literally sits next to the next to Michigan. Yeah. Windsor. Windsor, Canada is the. Yep, exactly. Windsor, Windsor, Ontario. It's right over the border from Detroit. uh... So, so it's interesting. You can actually go either way. You. So when we go, we go to Pittsburgh and go up to Erie, um, because it's all highway. You can go the other way, but you gotta like going little roads and and two lane stuff to get there uh and you can go the other way which is actually longer you know go around the right but when you get to erie you can actually go left to cleveland and go up around the lake that way or you can mm-hmm. go right and go to buffalo and go up the right around the lake that way just so happens that where her family is it's shorter to go around to the buffalo side but it's about the same both it's about the same to detroit as it is to buffalo next time you go i might have to uh i might have to send some money with you and you found some trace up there and i found i found buffalo trace which you cannot buy here so funny story ridiculous um so this weekend was my mother's birthday my mother's birthday was on saturday and we were originally supposed to go to hampton for my mother's birthday. And then my dad, one of his first cousins passed away and the funeral was Saturday. And my mom's sister was coming down to Salisbury. So I ended up driving to Salisbury Saturday to see my mom for her birthday. And we went out to dinner, but we went to dinner in Delaware. Oh, okay. So it was, you know, yeah. just on the other side yes. of the border, like Across 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a little liquor store next to the restaurant where we were eating. I was like, oh, let me go in. Maybe let me see what they have. And they had Blanton's and they had Trace. I could not. They only had the big, like the one and a half. Of Trace? No, of Blanton's. Yeah. They wanted $155. (laughs) Damn. For the regular (laughs) size (laughs) bottle of Trace. They wanted $45. That's nuts. I considered buying that bottle of Trace. That is But nuts. I was like, nah, I'll wait it out. I still have an unopened bottle of Trace on the fridge. I have an unopened bottle of uh, Blanton's on the fridge, too. Um, so, yeah. I looked, I looked up there for Blanton's. I looked at Duty Free for Blanton's. They, nobody had it. Did not find it at all. So my cousin, who who was at dinner with us, he lives in New York City. And he was saying that they don't, he doesn't have trouble. Like, he sees it in the stores. Now, I don't know what they're charging in New York for it. Um, but it's just, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, Trace never was get cheap. It. It was, yeah. It was damn cheap up there. Now, what I do have a bottle of, that my best friend gave me for Christmas. 
is a bottle of Buffalo Trace cream. Oh, wow. Ooh. It's mm. very, very good. Mm. Mm. It's very, very good. That sounds sounds really good. Yeah. And also, um, so I guess I, I really have two best friends. I have my friend Ben that lives up here with me. And then uh, my buddy Drew that I've known since second grade. Um, and so that was the other thing. After I left Delaware Saturday night, I drove to Hampton. Damn. <laughs> Got into Hampton about one o'clock in the morning on Sunday because Drew's son was getting baptized. Oh. And I told and I had said I would come come home for that. Um and you know, I had, you know, said that when I thought we were all gonna be in Hampton the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but at that point I was like, Well, listen, I've 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 I said I was coming, so I'm coming. I've, it was I've and we had a good time. I got to keep my word, right? Uh, yeah, I've committed now I gotta keep my word. But we had a good time. It was it was it was a good time. Um, got to see his parents who I hadn't seen in years. Um, and it was good. It was good Easter service too. So yeah, we had a good time. That's good. Yeah. I, I know what those drives are like though, man, that, that nine hour drive. It was a struggle. Just It was a brutal. struggle. It's that, just the, brutal. The drive after I left Salisbury, cause I left my car in Salisbury and, and rode with my parents. Uh, and my, and me and my sister rode with my parents to Delaware. And cause I knew I wasn't going to feel like driving to Delaware and then turning around and driving all the way back. So right. I, I got to rest for a little bit. Um, but I didn't want to drink any coffee or too much caffeine on the way to Hampton because then I didn't want to get to Hampton, not get in bed, and not be able to fall asleep. So, uh, yeah, I, I knocked out about 2 a.m. Mm. Mm -hmm. And... Um, yeah, was dead was was dead tired by the time I got back here last night. Yeah, that stuff that, that driving just wipes you out, man. It and really it's something does. About, something, there's something odd in my family, it, and it's on both sides, like my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family, man. Like they we some driving folks, man. We will we will get in a car and go. <laughs> my dad's I, like that. My dad just drive all over the place. I mean, my whole childhood was driving. It was driving between Hampton and Salisbury. Like we wow. drove everywhere. All the time. All the time. Because my, my my mom's parents, before they moved in with us, lived in Salisbury. My my dad's parents lived uh on the on uh I guess what's the closest place? Snow he he grew up in a town called Snow Hill. Uh most people don't know where Snow Hill is, but they know Princess like Princess Anne. Mm -hmm. um, Maryland is the, the bigger town, but yeah, we were always back and forth in between, That's which is, driving. I don't particularly like that drive down. <laughs> is that down 95 or did you get, no, nah, it's down 50. Yes. Yeah, down yeah. 50, uh, over the, over the bridge. I made the mistake of getting in the wrong lane and <laughs> was put uh -oh. onto the out bridge oh. to go in. They take half of the out bridge on busy weekends uh, and they make it an oh, end bridge, right. so yeah. it takes you into Maryland. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was that was an adventure. Yeah, that's not fun. You know, it is what it is. It's yeah, good time. I hear you. it was worth it to see my mom. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was worth it to see her parents, see her dad. But um, yeah, it's it it's just a it's such a long drive. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So actually, I, I'll let you have the first one. First oh, one you're going to give it to let's, me? Let's get into the news. You're going to give it to me? Oh, so after months of speculation and reports, Sony finally unveiled its new PS Plus subscription service, previously referred to as codenamed Spartacus. I think that is a dumb name. <laughs> Uh, which falls in line with the likes of Xbox Game Pass. The new service aims to streamline Sony's offerings, effectively combining PS Plus and PS Now with various options and benefits across multiple tiers. Um, I have not seen what, what games they're giving, but... I haven't seen a list of games yeah. per se, other than the ones. Well, I saw the top tier ones: uh, Death Stranding, God of War, Spider-Man, Miles. There was a couple more too. I don't remember them exactly, but I, I mean. I guess Xbox is its way. We we pay for Ultimate, right? But let me tell you what I don't see. Diddy. There are other other levels to Xbox that we don't have. Oh, but they're not with. giving those first party games on launch day. That's, oh man, listen. I, no, yeah. I think. Game Pass, while I saw the value in it before they started giving first-party first games, it was not a service that I was going to pony up for. Because to me, like, I don't need the huge variety in what I play. I'm going to play what I play, right? And so yeah. if I if I'm just buying three or four games a year, because that's what I play, and that's kind of what I buy three or four games a year, then it doesn't really do it for me, right? But when they said you could play all the new games, which is more likely to be the games people are interested in, they'll want to take the sneak peek at, what have you, like, then, then it was worth it for me. And I probably still don't fully take advantage of of the service to really make it monetarily worth my while. But I feel like if you're not giving people first party games, $120 a year is a hard sell. And it's really hard sell because that's well, okay. Nowadays it's two games, but still it's, it's yeah. If you're not going to offer that, those triple a titles, right off the bat for 120 a year i don't see it so so the way i play games is a little weird is i'll play i will completely immerse myself in a game and i will play that game either till i'm done till i finish mm -hmm. the game or i get bored of it one right. or the other but i don't normally switch around to a whole bunch of games at once so for me, yes, 
Xbox, I probably don't get what I could out of Xbox other than other than if somebody wants to go play a game, it's there available and I can just download it and play it. Yeah. Um, I have tried <laughs> games, you know, just fired something up to see what it was like when somebody's mentioned something every once in a while, but I don't think I really would say I sit down and play it. Um, you know, it, I, I probably don't take as, take as much advantage of it as I should either. Um, l let me give you the breakdown on the, uh, on the tiers here. There's play PlayStation plus essential, which is sort of what they had already, uh, at PlayStation plus that one is 60 bucks a year. There's PlayStation plus extra, um, which is gives you all the, um, most of the PS4 and PS5 games from but not stuff that just comes out. And then there's PlayStation Premium, which is sort of the equivalent of Xbox uh, Ultimate. I, I, yeah, if they're not going to offer the AAA titles right off the bat when they come out, then I don't see where it's that much of a deal and how it's going to compete. Yeah. It, so I think what they're going to do is this will be a great service for people when they get a console, right? Like kid getting their first console, um, somebody who wants a console and, but maybe they're not like, you know, they just want something for casual gaming, right? Right. Like this is going to be a good service for, them, right? It'll, it'll be worth the money. But I don't know that this is really going to pull in hardcore gamers, right? Who are already, like, they're spending the money to play all the new games. I don't know that you're going to get them to buy this, too. Right. I, I think this is for, so I can see, like, the PlayStation fanboys, this will be their, this will be something they would all get so that they can play all their favorite old games because some of those games are really good i mean you know you can go back and play all the old god of war games and they're fantastic yeah. um but yeah just and so here again is sony they say oh we got this great service and then they just don't quite do what you want them to do <laughs> i i will i will give them this i think it is a hard thing to do to come out with this service and make it look good up against Game Pass. This would have looked and, great against Game Pass if they had just said, you know what? And they don't have to give every AAA title. They could give one or two a year. Yeah, but but I, I mean, that would have looked a little better, but it's hard. It's hard because... You're charging the same thing that Microsoft charges for Ultimate, right? And and for that same thing, Microsoft is saying you will get every first party game day one. I mean, every, every first party game ever. Yeah, every first party game ever. Well, not just self published because 
I'm trying to think of what have they had. Like, Are you, can you think of a first party game that was not like, self published? That's not on there. I mean, maybe Sunset Overdrive isn't on there. Right, and things like Far Cry is. But that wasn't first party. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not first party, and it's it's not free. On oh there. well, no, the first part. Yeah, no, I mean, but this like you said, self published, and I was thinking, is there something that was first party that they didn't that they didn't publish? But no, 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 yeah, no. Anything that get, Microsoft publishes, you yeah, get day one. Yeah, and I mean, Sony should have done the same thing. Yeah, but see, I think I I I think that goes back to that that thing that I talk about, um, with the money. I, I Microsoft to... has a different set of pockets than Sony has. They do. And Microsoft has been willing to drop the bag on sales to get this consistent stream of income that not only builds up their console, but builds up the market to keep people in PCs. And I think that's I think true. that's a hard thing. I think it's a hard thing for Sony to contend with. Because it's hard to compete when you're going to have to lose money to do it. And the purse strings are already tight. Yeah. I mean, they have said it, I think I read this that 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 the part of the part of the constraint for PlayStation 5s is Sony doesn't want to keep losing money on consoles so they are trickling trickling this out <laughs> how is it two years into this generation and you still can't just walk into a store and buy a console i know yeah that's that's amazing and then you want to rock out a new a new service for a console that you can't get your you hands on yeah I, that's tough i mean it'll work on ps4s and 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 I, I really wonder how many PS4s they're selling a month. But so, so this is interesting. You brought that up that, that you can't actually go into a store and buy a console yet. I can't remember. I think it was Target released some yesterday or today. I can't remember who it was, and they sold out in six minutes again. I, I mean, just uh, as soon as they go up for sale, they they sell out. You it's, cannot. You can't go on and buy an Xbox or a PlayStation. A, yeah, neither a one. PlayStation. You can't buy anything. You know what was in the store? Switches. Yeah, listen, they're switches. I mean, and is that because nobody's checking for them? Or, yeah, I mean, I don't know why Nintendo has been able to get enough silicone to keep building switches. Um, and we can't get any of this other stuff, but yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy that you want to give somebody five hundred dollars. I I wonder if it's <laughs> uh, um, you know, I wonder. Sony probably has a few more. IPs than Microsoft does. Yeah. You know, big IPs. So maybe that's it. Maybe they don't want to give those away for free, but I, you know, 
it's been proven pretty reliably that that subscription services actually make more money than yeah. selling the games outright. Listen, Microsoft is buying Blizzard to just to turn around and give it all away. I mean, they're not really giving it all away. We are paying. Right. But they're essentially giving it away. Yeah, that's yeah one of my buddies at home, he bought his son a Series S for Christmas. And we were talking, he was like, this Game Pass thing is the greatest thing ever. For like that digital console, that is the greatest thing ever for it. Just play what you want. But I think yeah. it's great for any console. Like, there's something on there for you. And yes. I think it helps. I, I think it helps that um, Microsoft has. They may. I think they may have a bigger market on like the family console. I think if you're buying a console for a kid that's probably below the age of twelve, you're more likely. Oh, it's almost they, always Xbox. Yeah, it's almost Xbox. And now. They've got a whole collection of games because it's great for a parent. Like, I can buy you this console and I can spend, you know, 45 bucks every three months. And you can find something to play. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I think they probably have a bigger, bigger overall catalog, too, than Sony. I think, I think they, they will. I think they will on the service. Yeah, now that they're you know, now but that it'll they, be interesting to everybody. see what Sony offers, <laughs> see what they can pull out, um, and make yeah. make it seem to be a good value to their to their customers. So you mentioned Blizzard off on a complete tangent. We're gonna get into Blizzard in a little bit, but uh, the newest a, a character was um, uh, unveiled today for Overwatch Two. Oh, there's an Overwatch 2 coming. Yeah. Yes, Overwatch 2 is coming. Can you see Microsoft making that an, a PC and Xbox exclusive for a yes, while? I can. I can. I mean, I that could be the game. thinking that. It, if... So here's what I think on that. I think Microsoft won't make Call of Duty exclusive. I don't think you can make that exclusive. I mean, they could, but I don't think they the, will. The PR from that would be too bad. I could see them doing like delay, delayed uh, content. Um, I could see them making Warzone. Or they may leave Warzone as multi-platform and make the, like make the, the, the story version. Yeah, the campaign. Stuff may be console exclusive. But I think their answer for Destiny being exclusive to Sony may be to make Overwatch exclusive I, to Xbox and PC. The more I think about that, the more I, I can see that happening. I, the more I can say, hey, do you know what? For the first six months, you can only play this on Xbox and PC. Yeah. I can see that for sure. If you don't have an Xbox, go get yourself a PC. Yep, definitely. I I, I can see that. Yeah, I don't I I, I don't fault him for. It. I wouldn't fault him for it at all. Yep. So, uh, right in and tell us what you think, guys. Um, 
joystick and mouse dot uh joystick and mouse at gmail.com <laughs> all right so a u.s district judge approved an 18 million dollar relief settlement with the equal employment opportunity commission today this settlement comes months after activision blizzard originally agreed to settle with the eoc on september 27 2021 i did not realize it was that long ago that they had said they were going to settle and they finally finalized it all this morning or this past week. But those attempting to hold the game publisher to account are split on how much of a win this will ultimately be for the victims of Activision Blizzard's frat boy culture. I looked at this and I said, this is a, this is a spit in the face of every person that was harmed at that company. This is horrendous. $18 million is nothing to Blizzard. Well, nothing. I I wonder if there is some, some parameter that they have to work within as far as fines from an from an EEOC commission. If this was if this was a class action lawsuit. And it was eighteen million dollars that they were having to pay out to their, to the to the victims. I'd say it's it's a paltry sum, right? But if this is just the slap on the wrist fine that the federal government makes you pay them, eighteen million dollars is probably not not unfair when you look at the history of EEOC fines. True, that is true, um, and I think I think I did read that this is the largest EEOC fine ever. Um, but when I read it, I was just like, "Is the PR department of Blizzard even? Do they even exist? Do they even have a PR department? Because as soon as this happened, you knew what people were going to say." This. So this works out to about $450 per person. But is any of that money actually going to the people? I believe it does. I believe it oh. actually well, then does it is go to the people. And it, that's just... Uh, for a company that makes billions of dollars a year. And that's just Activision. That's just Blizzard. Just Blizzard and Activision. They make... They make money hand over fist. It's just ridiculous the money that they make. And that is what they decided to give the people that were hurt by the lawsuit. I, I just was... I was flabbergasted. I, I it's just... And he's going to get $390 million. That's the other one. It, well, it, that that's a whole nother Oof. whole nother topic to to bring out. But yes, he should be fired for cause. I mean, and she, he should get nothing. If, if you I think they him. owe him that money, even if they fire him for cause. Like I don't think there is a way around paying him that money. I think I read that somewhere that the way his contract is written, it doesn't matter. They have to pay him. 
and that is just a horrendous contract on their part. To, yeah, well, listen. So, so you know, double, double somebody on that somebody one. needs to sue him civilly if 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 they can if that's a possibility. I don't think that's allowed. I don't think you're allowed to to bring a civil lawsuit against the company individuals. You can do it against the company, I believe, but not against the individuals. But I think well, this, that's unfortunate. This EEOC settlement also doesn't allow a class action suit, which is just I, if if I were one of those people, I I would take this as as a slap in the face. Yeah, yeah, just terrible. Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty awful. Eighteen million. I, what was Blizzard's revenue last year? $8.8 billion. No, that, that's their revenue. That's before they paid any, you know, any salaries or anything like that. But still... <laughs> I don't know what their profit was, but yeah, they, I mean, definitely should have should have been required to pay out more. Um, but yeah, I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I, big I, business is going to big business. They're going to do what they do. Um, yeah, you just I, hope I, that under Microsoft's watch the culture of that company gets better well i think that's that's the big thing is, is hopefully hopefully microsoft puts this right and that's all we that's what we can hope for now yeah all righty on to the next one tim i'm gonna let you have this one there's a new player in the handheld console arena this week the playdate was released by panic which previously was primarily an Apple game developer. So what it what what is it about this quirky little handheld that has taken the gaming world by storm? So if you haven't seen this, this thing is awesome and it has a crank on it. <laughs> it's, it's so so Why a crank? Weird. It's so weird. And it's so cool. It's like almost square. It's a monochrome screen. So it goes back to like, you know, Game Boy days. Um, and, and it's got a crank that, you know, comes out and you can turn it. That's great. I mean, of course, a fishing game comes to mind immediately. Um, but yeah, I, everybody that's now they're hard to come by and they've had gotten you know hammered by the by the chip shortage and everything like everybody else so if you order one today you're not getting it till next year but still yeah. it is it's small and quirky and cool and i did you get your your uh new handheld your uh nope, not yet no i okay. haven't even got an email that says i can i can order it i'm still on the waiting list oh i thought you had ordered it no, I'm still on the I'm still on the on the waiting list for being able to order it. 
Oh, okay. But I, I can see this as one of those things you just, like, you would throw it in your bag. And if you're, you know, stuck in an airport or something, you pull this thing out and and use it. Um, it's got the standard D-pad and, a, and buttons. Um, but, and, and, and the service is pretty cool. So they, they, um, they say they're going to release a game, two games every month. Uh, and, and because it's, because it's, you know, pixel two color display, that's not that big. I, I can believe that. That doesn't seem undoable. Um, it's 180 bucks, which seems a little expensive for what it is. But then again, I mean, you know, in, in today's world, that's probably not outrageous. Uh, yes, yeah, you know, at that price point, I don't know what is supposed to convince me to buy that over just going out and buying a a DS. Hmm. But it's got a crank. Ah, man. <laughs> I mean, there's another handheld that just came out. Uh, and again, also tremendous um, chip shortage. And I remember, I remember watching a video on it on Marcus Brownlee's um, channel. I can't remember what it is. What it's called. Name up. Hmm. I don't yeah. remember seeing that. I think I sent it to you all. Oh. Um like it was just, you know, one of my one of my random texts, but it plays you can play old Nintendo cartridges in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember you saying that. Putting it out to us. Oh, this is it's going to irk me. <laughs> well, while you look for that here, I'll, I'll tell everybody a little bit about the, excuse me, about the, um, uh, the, the hell's this thing called again? Playdate. Um, so it, it, um, oh, it's actually, okay. So the hundreds, it is $179. Um, it's a little bit more expensive than it was supposed to be, which I believe was 149 when I first heard about it. Um, and the crank is resistive. So it can be harder or to turn if something's happening in your game. Uh, some of the games you're using it for right now is to surfing. So you can turn the board with it. Um, uh, oh, to do... Um, you can use it to do special attacks in one of the games. Uh, you can, oh, they're using it to navigate menus. Um, I mean, it, it, it looks cool. It's like a square. It's yellow. It's just, it, it's a little, little bit different enough <laughs> to make it attractive for a lot of people that like to you know collect those kinds of things and like to just try things out just uh try to convince you oh okay here it is it's called the analog, analog. the analog pocket 
but it's another one of those things where it's this is two hundred and nineteen dollars. Yeah, that's that's at the point where you're like, oh, I might as well just buy a Switch Lite. Um, I mean, it is nice. It's charged on a USB C, um, and you can play. I mean, you can basically play anything in here. They've got adapters for Game Gears, Neo Geos, an Atari Lynx, and Turbo Graphics 16. That's pretty cool. Oh, I do you can, remember. You, you can hook it up to your now. TV so yeah. you can play it on your television. Like, if I was going to spend that kind of money, that would be what I think I'd spend it on. Yeah, something that lets you play games across different platforms sounds pretty mm -hmm. cool, especially some of those old graphics games. I do remember you sending us that now because I remember looking that up and saying, ooh, that'd be sort of cool. Cause I played a lot of pole position on <laughs> on turbo graphics. <laughs> yeah, for our uh for our Twitch listeners, I'll drop it in the uh in the chat so you can see it. Why is it not letting me uh not letting me chat anything? Oh really? Hmm. Huh. I can't talk to the people. Okay, oh, there we go. So so Twitch and Slobs and Discord and my browsers, we were talking about this ahead of beforehand. I don't know what has happened the last couple of days, but they have just gone wacky all over the place. My browser lost every log on. That I ever had, so that I have to log in, log into them again. Twitch had to log into every, everything again. Lost all my, you know, logins for sites and stuff. It's just weird. I don't know what the hell happened the last couple of days, but just everything went crazy. All right, our final news story for the day. Man, we love a list. This one hits a nerve or two. <laughs> IGN decided to give their list of the 25 best PC games to play right now. And we have questions. <laughs> so remember, this is only PC games. Um, and, and they made it a point to, to point out, you know, with the, you know, the proliferation of RTX ray tracing and, and, faster cards and and better PCs and stuff. What are the best games to play right now? Uh, there were some of these and I'm like, I was like, I've never even heard of this. <laughs> and I play a lot of games. Let me tell you. I just, yeah, I just scrolled so, the number one. I'm going to give you the top 10. The top 10 is 10 is Final Fantasy 14. Nine is Disco Elysium. Everybody loves that game. I don't know what it, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> number eight is uh, Near Automata. Again, seven is XCOM Two. Uh, six is Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, right. which includes GTA Online. Um, five is Divinity Original Sin. Four is Slay the Spire. Three is Half-Life Alex. Two is The Witcher 3. 
and one is Portal 2. IGN is trying to convince us that Portal 2... <laughs> yeah, listen. Is, if, ...is the game that you should go play <laughs> if you need I, to go play a game right now. I was not... I don't have really strong arguments about most of the games on this list. Some of them I may not put in the order that they did, but I I I, I won't argue so much their uh, their appearance. There's but Portal Two, and I'm not even I, listen. Portal was a great game, great fan base. It's got a lot of replayability. It's not one of those games where like you're dependent on graphics for it to be fun. Um, but number one, that was my thought too. How is that I mean, the number one game? If you're gonna put Horizon Zero Dawn on this list, Horizon and Zero Control, Dawn is is number twenty five, and Overwatch, and Overwatch. I don't know how those three games bring up the rear. I know. And Portal 2 is at the top. And see the Civ 6? That's Civ I feel 6 like Civ is a 6 great should be, game. Should be further it, up the yeah, list. It shouldn't be 21. I, there are a lot of these games like Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is cool. It's not one of the top 25 games. <laughs> and and Flight Simulator I feel like should be further up. So here's the thing about Flight Simulator. It's boring as shit. But unless you like flight simulators. Unless you like flight simulators. But, but if you like flight is, simulators, it gets no better. It gets no better. And it is gorgeous. Yeah. That thing it will take the computer down. Stunningly gorgeous. Your PC better be ready to work. It better be ready to work. I, yep. That that 2080 Ti over there is gonna have to get upgraded for that. <laughs> <sighs> You don't think your 2080 Ti would work for this? Oh, it would, but I, I actually I have Flight Simulator. I have fired it up. I cannot run it on top top graphics with the 2080 Ti. It will not run. Well, it does, but it runs at like you know 15 frames a second or something. No, that's not running. Yeah, it, it's it's a very intensive graphically intensive program <laughs> um that's that's pretty serious so red dead redemption was at two i would definitely put that game on here probably up in the top five that is red one did, that is one of is the that, better is that 11 that is one of the better pc games great play gorgeous graphics beautiful lighting effects all the time um, blow some if you want to see great physics and lighting effects go blow something up in red dead redemption it's, it, it's fantastic are you surprised hades isn't on this list i'm surprised hades isn't on here um they have fallout new vegas on here which just drives me nuts why you wouldn't put fallout 4 on here instead of new vegas instead of new vegas because yeah. Fallout 4... Didn't like either of them, but... I, for me, Fallout 4 is one of the best games ever made. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know why Fallout 3 didn't make this. You know, they have like a game. So at 15, they have Prey. Prey is not one of the best 25 games. You want a game like that, put Metro Exodus on here. Metro Exodus is one of the top 25 games, and it's gorgeous. It is really gorgeous. I, I the the game I really won't argue with is uh, um, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto absolutely should be on here, uh, and and I would say Grand Theft Auto is probably in the top five. Of, and here we're going seven years into release. That game's still going strong, big time strong. I still play it. I still fire that up every once in a while and play it. It's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Um. So, on here are are are, are some games. Uh, Elder Scrolls is on here. Skyrim's on here. That absolutely should be on the list. Um, Civ Six, Diablo Three. Those are excellent games. Diablo Three had an upgrade not too long ago. They had a patch not too long ago that added what's the new DLSS. Lighting uh, from NVIDIA. Oh my God, it's freaking gorgeous. The It's beautiful in the dungeons. The lighting effects and shadows. And there's like, if flames are going on a, on a sconce or something, you can see the shadows uh, dancing. It's, it's amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. So if you haven't played Diablo 3 in a while, uh, download the new updates for it and go play it. It's r- really beautiful. But beyond it, I, yeah, that's just, I, I mean, a typical list. Sometimes I think they do this, especially IGN, just to be irritating and get people talking about it. I mean, they might. No but, bad press. But this one, um, I've spent a lot of ir- a lot of hours in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yes, on the PlayStation, but still. Um, that's That's a good call for this list. If anything, it would, um, I'm surprised a little bit that Metal Gear Solid isn't on here. You know, but I don't know a lot of people that played that on PC. Almost everybody that I know that played um, Metal Gear they play on played it on console. Hmm. Yeah, I played it on PC, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But well, anyways, that's the list that'll be in the show notes. You can uh, you can go take a look at it. This Bruce says, "Who doesn't like a good number one?" And that that wasn't a good number one, <laughs> in my opinion. Anyways, um, have you have you ever played near Automata? Automata? Uh-uh. I haven't either. I I've don't know. Anything about it? I I haven't ever watched the anime either, so I don't know if it's any good or not. But and I, you know, how I feel about turn-based games. And Alex would have loved XCOM. Oh, sorry, sorry, Nismaru. The uh, uh, that other guy that's not on here anymore. Um, <laughs> he loved <laughs> XCOM, <laughs> but uh, I never, I never I got into that into game. It. But 
I knew a lot of people that really liked it. Uh, okay, so Slay the Spire is one of those games. It's a lot of fun. I suck at it, but it's a lot of fun. Um, so I understand how that, that made it. Uh, Half-Life Alex, I've never played, but isn't it a VR-only game? They have a regular version? I don't think it has regular. It's VR-only, right? Um, I'm not sure. Couldn't say for sure about that. I know Half-Life was just a regular game. Now I'll have to look that up. Uh, the Witcher 3 is a is a really good game. Um, I don't know if I'd put it on here. On, if it's in the top 25. Because remember, they're talking about the 20, top 25 PC games. And it should put God of War on there. Uh, but could, is God of War on PC? It is now, yeah. It just came out for PC. <laughs> Well, I mean, one could possibly argue. But yeah, I think everybody thinks of that as a console game. But still, because it's on PC, you should go play it <laughs> on PC again. I still need to finish it from the first time. Yeah, I hear you. One Good of game. these days. Good game. I started it, just didn't finish it. I mean, I didn't get terribly far into it either. Yeah, I actually started playing it again on PS5, and I got, I forgot, I forget how far I got, and then I got distracted by something else, and there was a squirrel, and that, was the, that was the end of it. I like that. Yeah. There was a squirrel. Um, and man, this week, so <laughs> speaking of console games, this week was a week. You sent me that link for Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I bought it. Um, but Did then you I get had, it? Yeah. And then I had... But I had a fifteen dollar coupon at and I couldn't use it on that because it was more than what the game cost. Oh so yeah, I had to buy I, another you had to game. add something else, yeah. So yeah. I added Elden Ring. Because everybody's screaming about that. And then your 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 way to uh to get around that was to add a game that was more expensive than everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know it is. And so we then we went to Canada. And we went to a uh, GameStop up there, mm -hmm. and I got Ghost of Tsushima for like half of what it is here. Oh, a, nice! A used copy. I was like, oh, nice. I'll take that." That was the. We the, bought. I bought Will that for Christmas. The director's the, cut. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know you can't get, you can't get a regular version for PS4 anymore. There's only the director's. Well, see, cut. they had it for PS4. And. And so I, I looked at that and then I was like, well, this is really cheap for the PS4 version. So here's your PSA. Do not buy the PS4 version of the director's cut. If you have a PS5, because the upgrade is not free. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you get the PS4 version and then and then you want the PS5 version with the better graphics and stuff. It's like 20 bucks or $24 or something like that. So you're better off just to go buy the PS5 version. I still got a great deal on it because we used, but still. I, uh, I think that's one of the things that they, 
that they severely messed up. Um, in this, in this, um, this generation of, of consoles was allowing the content creators to to do both. Yeah, to ch- to charge you, like you're gonna penalize me for buying the game in a previous generation when I can't even get my hands on on a current generation console. Right. I think I did that with uh, whatever the newest Call of Duty was. I bought the campaign, and I—I I mean, I bought the the game, and I bought it for the previous version. I said, and I was just like, "Well, whatever." Um, I think I have the PS5 version of that. It was—I got it so cheap that I was just like, "All right, I'll just—I'll deal with it." If uh, if it doesn't work. And I'm, I've really missed the graphics. Or maybe they'll put the graphical upgrade on sale and I'll say, all right, at that point I'll do it. But I, yeah, I, I think I think that's... That's a little chintzy, right? Yeah, that's a little crappy. You know what? If you, if you bought the PS4 version of it, just give us the upgrade. Give me the, give me the game. I paid you. Yep. And $70 for the... Ugh. Yeah, that's the other one. They're not discounting the PS4 version at all. Right, right. You're gonna charge me full price, full price for the previous and gen, the and then charge me twenty bucks more. Yeah, they're getting you coming and going, is what that is. Getting you coming and going. I don't like it, Diddy. I don't like it. Me either, man. Me either. All right. Well, that's the show today. We do not have a video game unless you do. Do you have a video game review? I don't. the I... The most recent thing that I played was uh, Borderlands Two. Yeah, I've been consumed by World of Warcraft because the new raid opened and I all my gaming time has been spent trying to get enough gear to be competitive and be helpful during raids. So that fortunately has slowed down a bit. Work has slowed down a bit. So oh, that's good. So I'm going to have some time to play here. I have a bunch of new games uh, to play. So over the next next couple of weeks here, I'll get to play some games. We'll have a get, uh, video game review for you next time. Remember, we are in a two-week schedule now. So every other week, we're recording live. And that'll be a show. Wanted to say goodbye to the good folks. Take it easy, people. We'll see you later, folks. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)